hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Kevin West. To order or download additional resources, please visit kevinwest.org. So it's 10 after 12. And I'm debating on whether I even open up the Bible, start something I can't finish, leave you wanting more and act like that's okay. Can you give me a minute? I'm just trying to discern. What's the Lord said today so far? You all don't know this, but Ryan Leger got up here and sang Waymaker. Ryan has not sung in how many years? Yeah, long time, not 25, but it's been probably 10 or more <laughs> in his car. But he hasn't sang publicly in like that in about 10 years. You got Pat, Pastor Pat, 25 years of ministry, full-time giving himself, even though he's got a full-time job, full-time into ministry, because you, you, you can depend on him. You saw all the kids singing, the love of God, the reckless love of God. You saw Young Adults Ministry starting to get launched this Thursday night. If you didn't know what the Lord was doing, he's doing something, right? Listen, he's celebrating yesterday. He's bringing yesterday forward, right? And he's launching some new things. And every one of us are a part of it. Every one of you are a part of it. If you can't feel and sense and discern, like Michael was talking about, Pastor Michael was talking about being the millennial, right? He was talking about the, the text giving and all those kind of things. I, I thank God for people that utilize the technology and move forward, but there's offering envelopes under your seat. We're gonna continue to have them. We're not gonna forget a generation because they can't make the transition into the electronic world, right? Amen. Everybody steps together. So today was birthing some new things, celebrating some things that are seasoned and mature, but bringing everybody forward Amen. with the same step. Good to have Huntington Prep's postgraduate program here with us today. It's particularly good to have you with us today too. We've been trying to preach a series for the last three weeks called Life After Death. And this is the third week that Steph has come up with really great graphics. They're incredible. They look good on Instagram and Facebook. But this is the third week that I haven't been able to preach it. <laughs> it looks like a book cover. It's incredible, you did a great job. I'm sorry I can't live up to the expectations of the, of the graphics. But I sense the Lord's doing something. Amen. You ever had in your life where he just kinda takes you off course a little bit of what you had planned? You know what I'm talking about? Just, you had it all set, it's pretty clear what you see, in the, and all of a sudden, here it goes.
So the Lord says that you haven't even unpacked your suitcase yet in the season that you're in, and he is telling you to pack up the suitcase to move you to even a different season. You thought you had it all planned out, but the Lord says that his ways are way above your ways and his thoughts are way above your thoughts. Some of you are gonna get faced with some opportunities, some decisions and choices to make that are not gonna be from the Lord. And you have to be able to say no, even though it looks pretty appetizing. So you need to have your discerning antenna and your discerning spirit up. Because we're in a season of life right now that is going to exponentially and accelerate faster than your mind can keep up with it. And I'm not talking about this church only, I'm talking about the body of Christ. If you're getting your discernment from national news, you're gonna miss it. If you're getting your discernment from what other people think, you're gonna miss it. You need to know what the Lord is saying for your life now. That means some things that were comfortable in your life before may be uncomfortable for a season. Some things that you're gonna step out in, you're gonna face some resistance, but you gotta keep on moving forward. Some things that you, you feel like your, your tent pegs are so deep in the ground, the Lord says, pull your tent pegs up. He's not building museums. He's moving a body. In chapter one of Genesis, the Lord, verse 26, I believe it is, he created man in his own image. But in chapter two, he formed man of the dust of the ground. There's a difference between just creating and forming. You have to create it, but you have to form it. What you create births something, what you form sustains something. Some of you have created and you are the creation but some of you are ready to take the next step in your life to form. What does that look like? That means put your hand to the plow. That means getting your hands dirty, rolling up your sleeves. The white collar becomes the blue collar and the blue collar becomes the white collar. Because we all have a collar and we all work together for the common cause and the purpose and to move forward. There's gonna be opportunities for us to roll over in our beds, roll over in our, 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 our in, and we call it rest, but we need a break. We're gonna have an opportunity to roll over, but you gotta just get up, because the alarm has already sounded in your life. Get out of bed. Get moving forward. Get up and get alert. Get ready to go. Don't be afraid. Don't be timid. Don't look at what you don't have to accomplish the goal. Look at what you do have to accomplish the goal because with him, all things are possible. Amen. Every resource that you need is in him. Yes. Every bit of stamina that you have is in him. Amen. God is mobilizing a body. It's bigger than a denomination. It's bigger than a non-denomination. It's bigger than an interdenomination or a trans-denomination or non-denominational. It's a body of people and believers 
that are waking up every Monday morning, filtrating out into society and culture, into the business world, to the high rises, to the low rises, to the cities, to the streets, to the counties, to the countries, to the schools. And they're filtrating inside. My question is, who is taking Christ, releasing him with the residue and the perfume and fragrance of who he is into every sect of society? What are you doing? Can they smell him? Can they taste him? Can they feel him? Can they experience him? He's counting on you. He's counting on you. He's counting on me. I stood there in the back today and I'm looking around this place that's packed this morning. We've got memorializing or uh, celebrating Pat's 25 years. We've got kids all over the place. I see brand new babies being carried in. I see our little one here on the front row of a series of eye surgeries is doing really well. I see guys coming in from all over the country. I'm looking around thinking, my goodness, what the Lord is doing? And I remember standing in this building when we were writing scriptures on beams. And it wasn't easy going from writing scriptures on beams to carpet on the floor. There was a time. It was created when we wrote scriptures on beams, but it had to be formed. And through the forming process and the formation process, God develops his character inside of us. And, 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 and we've come past the point if we just need to be God-like and Jesus-like and we, got, we are past that point. It is now for us to release, express him into life. No more timidity. No more taking a back seat. It's time to move forward. It's time to get aggressive. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. It's meant to be. Well, if, God's, if it's God's will, go after it. We gotta raise a generation of people, young and old, that have not had a, an experience to how to win. I'm gonna close with this. We took our little football team down to Tulsa, T-O-L, yesterday. Our A-bat football team. The biggest kid on our team was, weighs about 135 pounds. The smallest kid on our team weighs 140 pounds. They had four guys at 280 pounds. Yeah. So our kids walk out on the field and there they are and here we are. So I said, let's pray. <laughs> I'm a pastor. <laughs> so we got them together and Bradley's coaching the offense and Bradley calls them together and he says, here we go. Right? One of the kids that was playing was, number, oh, well, we went into, you have to weigh in. So we walked in and the, there was a weigh in and one of the kids was number 19. I'll never forget him. He was big. He's really big. He was really, really big. <laughs> and all of our kids were looking up to him. And I looked over and he was, he weighed in. 
And we all looked at each other because I realized that he was a defensive tackle. And my son, Caden, it's 108 pounds, it's an offensive tackle. So I was thinking to myself, let us pray. So he weighed, and we walked outside, and I said, dear God, you know, you can't practice, you can't put, there's not the right calls. You can't practice this. Because our kids were just staring up. So the kids come out, they come over this side, and they come over here, this side, and the game's starting. I'm looking at our little guys, and what I wanted to do so bad was to pick those kids up. Oh, Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem, my mother would like to pick up their kids. I wanted to pull those kids back into the dugout and say, oh, my God. Gosh, we're, they're just too big. So I looked at all of our kids, and I said, guys, Bradley said, offense, on the field. We won the toss. That's the only thing we won the whole game. But our kids run out on the field. One kid's 84 pounds, and that's wet. 108, and our quarterback, and here they were. We were it was on. And here's these men, grown men, bigger than Bradley, grown men. And they're going head to head. And after that first hit, and after that first collision, the kids realize that, man, they're big. <laughs> but they start hitting. They start hitting. They start hitting. And they scored, and they scored again, and they scored again. But I noticed something that was happening throughout the whole game. Our kids were coming off pretty banged up. But 90% of those kids, man, were running right back in the field. They're ready to hit again. They're ready to hit again. And it hit again. Yeah and hit again, and hit again. And they looked at us at the end of the game, even though we lost 36 to nothing in a scrimmage against Tulsa. Even though, they looked back at us and they said, how did we do? Are you proud of us? Now listen to me, are you proud of us? And I looked back at those kids and I had tears in my eyes and I said, listen to me. I'm proud of every one of you. You put a helmet on, you put a mouthpiece in, you put a chin strap on, you put your pads on, you lined up knowing they were three times bigger than you, and you went at them anyway, and you went at them anyway, and you went at them anyway. And you may not understand this, that you didn't win today, but that you won the heart, the game of the heart. And next week, you're gonna get better, and you're gonna get better, because we'll never face the Giants again. That, that game's over. And I watched how these kids began to swell up inside of them. Last night, they, they were texting and saying they can't wait for practice on Monday night, and they can't wait for practice on Monday night. What, what am I telling you about the little football game? I'm telling you this is that you are going to be engaged in life with things that are bigger than you and more challenging than you and look like you can't take them out. And it might look like you've lost in that moment. But I'm here to tell you, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty and freedom. And what you don't know, as hard as you're going and as hard as it seems, 
you're getting stronger. You're getting wiser. You're getting bigger and better and developing and you're maturing and you're getting quicker and you're getting your discernment going better. Things are moving for you in the midst of all of those struggles. Because what you don't realize is you're, you're getting stronger in your muscles in your heart. You're getting stronger in your muscles in your mind. You're getting strong and timidity is starting to go away because the thing that was, should have taken you out didn't take you out. Those boys walked away realizing that we may not have won that game, but we walked away with our head up high. And now they're ready to face the next ball game and the next practice with their head up high, ready to face life with a different perspective. You've gone through problems, you've gone through headaches, you've gone through heartaches, you've gone through hurts, you've gone through things that have hurt you and knocked you on your back, you didn't think you'd ever, and people did count you out like we talked about earlier. They counted you out and said you'd never regain it, you'd never do it again, you never do, you've come up with limps, you've come up with bangs, you've come up with bruises, you've come up with, with, with scars and, and, and even open wounds. But let's, bless God you came up. Not only did you come up, you're coming up moving forward. And you're moving forward at a faster pace. You're moving forward with more maturity. Your eyes are single, your heart is open, you're more focused than you've ever been. Opportunity is coming at you faster than you can even come at opportunity. God is bringing things again, the things that were in the past. Let the past go. Bring forth the experience and look for your future because the brightest days are ahead of you. Don't be afraid to open up doors that are open up in front of you. Don't be afraid to close doors that need to be closed behind you. Don't worry about what people think. Man, they just made you stronger when they talked about you. When they counted you out, you bounced right back in. When they said you'd never make it, here you are again. When they said your best days are over, your best days are still in front of you. God is gonna do a work in your life that you will blow, it'll blow your mind if you even knew what he was gonna do. Don't put yourself up on a shelf, it's time to jump off that shelf. Get your gifts ready, sharpen up the instruments, sharpen up the elements. Get your garb back on again and get ready because the greatest time of your life, you've got five years. In the next five years, you're gonna see prosperity. You're gonna see opportunity. You're gonna see acceleration. You're gonna see things happen that you couldn't make happen for yourself. Things that you have prayed about for 10 years will happen in a day. Why? Because it's the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our eyes. Stand to your feet with me. Are you ready? Listen to me, I'm not just giving you a pep talk from a, a locker room playing Tulsa. I'm giving you a prophetic picture of what God is doing across the globe. You have got to see yourself winning in life. You've got to see yourself with all the baggage that you have in the past, you've got to see yourself with an opportunity in the future. God is going to bring it to you. You're gonna to learn to trust yourself again and trust Him again. Don't be suspect of him and certainly don't be suspect of yourself because God is gonna do what God promised he would do. He will be faithful to the end. He will finish what he started. He is the author and the finisher, the beginning and the end. He's the alpha and the omega and he will do all that he said he would do. And God will bring to pass in your life one of the greatest testimonies. And one day you'll stand before him and he's gonna give you a plaque that's gonna say, well done my good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name, God bless you all. Have a great week and we'll see you Wednesday night at seven o'clock.